This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, these people here are communists and traitors. If you don't mind. I would begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Those little guys are cute and cuddly looking. The beavers I've seen are bigger. And uh, not. Yeah, and, and they don't look as friendly. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I've seen my beavers in the wrong place. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, it's weather time. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. This afternoon, not too bad. Uh, uh, temperatures in the fifties and sixties. Let's go to the maps. There we go. You are laying out a beaver trap, and I'm not going to walk into your beaver trap, silly woman. So it's lovely to see you both again. I just wish it were under better circumstances. You don't have to talk. All right. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Help me. I need a Lamborghini. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. You seem really nice. Can we be friends? This is so boring. This is like listening to a TED talk by the color beige. I like orange juice. Let's pass it around. They had a fish named Abraham. And don't bogart that joint, my friend. Get ready to rock, America. Now. I know what you're asking yourself, and the answer is yes. I have a nickname for my penis. It's called the Octagon. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Friday morning, the 30th of August. What's up, you guys? Hey. Hey. Jensen mm-hmm. got very emotional in your social media feed last night. Oh, I thought you'd just be excited that I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, me too. I That's what I thought he was referencing. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting to see you getting back to it, man. You've been slacking. Thank you. Can't debut a new style and then immediately ignore it like one week later. Uh, you can't make a big announcement. Full Weird Al, you got to stick with it. Yes. I'm semi Weird Al. (laughs) Uh, I, you know, I ease into it, man. Gotta, gotta. uh, Right, but if you ease into it, then you don't like make a proclamation, you know, and have a rally and all the other stuff that you did to announce. Hey, everybody, look at me. Yeah, I held a rally. Mm -hmm. You did. Um, You made the governor come down and declare a new shirt day. He was holding a a huge key. It was a lot. Crazy. Didn't fit anything. Um, it, just, it seemed like too much for somebody who was going to occasionally part-time wear a Hawaiian shirt. That's all I'm saying. Let's be honest. Uh, it's really because I don't have 30 shirts uh, to wear <laughs> one different one to catch up. per day in a month. So, oh, Is there no Costco near where you live? <laughs> yeah, I do. I get all my Hawaiian shirts at Costco. <laughs> well, I'm very fashionable. You got you to gotta stack them deep and sell them cheap, man. That's what you got to do. You just, it should be about the quali- quantity, not quality at this point. Yeah, I should have buffeted. Yeah, stick with the look. But that's not even what I'm talking about. Yes. I'm talking about on your Twitter last night. Yeah, well, basically, 
there's this weird thing where like every once in a while someone will just sort of be a jerk on the internet mm-hmm. and I love taking a picture of them from their account and posting it cuz they all look like the same guy like okay. that I love doing it it's just like my one of my favorite things in the world and then yesterday I sat and thought about it and was like I don't like that and then coincidentally realized it's been a year since I've been here on the show fantastic not a weird feeling yeah and when I was thinking about it I thought to myself I should probably, rather than focus on the joke that I continue to do because every hater looks exactly the same. They're all Big Tad, by the way, for folks who have listened they? for a long time. They all look exactly like Big Tad. They are mostly bald, big Orange County dudes who have facial hair statements. Right. Like, they've they've built out facial hair, and it's a statement to be known. Gotcha. It's a weird goatee. It's a strange beard. Uh, and so I, I put a lot of attention on them. And I realized that's not fair, especially now realizing it's been a year. So I thanked everyone who's uh, helped my transition here to the show and allowed me to be here and, and fulfill a dream to be on the radio every single day. That's very cool. Yeah. What a cut. And, and the response. Right? That, that <laughs> didn't work. No. Nope. 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 Still not right. Need to look it up. Just look it up. And the response you got from was the Kevin Dusters. Was amazing. Yes, it was very sweet, and and that, those are the people. It's like I said uh, on the tweet, the meanest voices always seem to be the loudest on the internet, and that's the worst part about the internet is that mm-hmm. there are tons of good people uh, on the web. Way more. Yeah, 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 they're outnumbered, yeah. but uh, you don't write necessarily, you know, positive Yelp reviews as much as as you say I'm going to go write a Yelp review when you have Absolutely. a negative experience. So that's just the way. I mean, like to be honest, I've never written a review ever on the internet so i i'm not i just don't have that kind of personality i just would rather be like i'm busy i don't want to <laughs> go on there uh but you know someone who wants to to say something mean on the internet that's their right they should not do it it's just we should you know always remember that there are droves of people that want to say positive things and that they should be celebrated and you have embraced your kermity voice it sounds like well i've always thought that <laughs> Even when I was doesn't on the, have a choice. Yeah, when I was on the podcast, I remember. I mean, it's like that day you've heard your voice on an answering machine for the first time. You go, that's me. And you're like, do I have a hand up my butt? Like, am I my actual puppet? Uh, but no, I've always realized my voice is is this way, and you got to live with it. Well, the Kevin and Bean listeners were very nice. They were, and and I would like to add my voice to the chorus of those who say it's been a great year having you on the show. And I agree. You. We're that grateful that you uh, grateful that you joined the program, and you've done nothing but make it better. Thank you. I appreciate it. So. Um, do we have time for a quick finger now? Sure. Do we? <laughs> nope. Okay, no. Okay. What's on today's show, Kevin? Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? <laughs> this is a lot of info to process. We don't want to have to bug, uh, beg you. Well, I was just looking at the time, and I, I don't want to screw right. everybody up by going over. All good. I'm going to just keep it a bean. <laughs> it's Friday, so we've got Keep It 100. Mm-hmm. Um, there are an incredible amount of Smash Mouth All-Star Remixes. I mean, why? We thought we had a lot yesterday. We, th- we had like five yesterday, yeah, and, and then I went home and did research and found I don't know fifteen in twenty minutes. <laughs> well, I, it I, is <laughs> it is National Cover Song Day, yeah. and a lot of these are covers of All Stars, so it's kind of appropriate that we would turn the spotlight on the greatest song of the twentieth century. That's correct. Wait, and all the covers that have been made. Are we playing all Smash Mouth covers through ten a.m.? That's right. <laughs> we That's, almost could. That would be incredible. <laughs> we can make the change. Let's do it. I'm down for an audible. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, also, by the way, it's not National Cover Song Day. It's just we're claiming that. Well, it is. It's not a thing. You can just say it. Yeah, yeah. we're just saying National it. National Donut Day But I'm saying thing. you look it up on the internet, it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist. And yeah. that shocked us. We were very surprised by that. Why is it not a thing? 
Well, it's ground zero, man. We're starting it, starting it here. Look, this is the third year in a row, and after three years, I, I'm going to say it is a thing. Okay. All right. Uh, animal stories on the show today? Mm-hmm. And we've got your passes for IT Chapter 2, the advanced K-Rock screening. That's coming up. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Friday is here. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. And hey, is ready for our first look at what's happening. I am going to give you something um, that you really want. We've been doing it every other hour this week. So you 5 a.m., you people deserve it. Yeah, Probably your more schedule than most. sucks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Here's the thing. It Chapter 2. It comes out September 6th. None of us can wait for that. I love it! Can't wait for that. Can wait. None of All of us are excited yep. for it. Mm-hmm. God, thank God we go on at 6. Uh, but you guys can see it two full days in advance. Yay! It's a pair of tickets to the K-Rock Advance screening of It Chapter 2 at the AMC Burbank 16 on Wednesday, September 4th. My name is Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Do you want a balloon? (laughs) He sounds different. He's gotten older. A little different in It Chapter 2. But give a call right now. We will take the first five callers at 1-800-520-1067. And you are going to get in there early, September 4th. And see it chapter two at the AMC Burbank 16. Like the call now. Oh, see. We all float down here. You'll float too. I mean, it's terrifying. It really is. It is is absolutely terrifying. Well, it didn't take long, you guys. A Tennessee man has filed a civil summons against Popeye's chicken. He was not happy about his repeated trips to the fast food restaurant only to find that they were out of their new crispy chicken sandwich. This idiot's name is Craig Barr. He says he's suing for false advertising, deceptive business practices by entity to public, and countless time wasted driving to and fro for no chicken sandwich. Mm. Would you like to see how many other lawsuits this guy has filed? Do you have chicken things? It's got to be a ton. He, He was always told to come back the next day. Still, no sandwich. Can you, do they have phones there? Could you call and say, hey, do you have the sandwich? Here's uh, here's what else he did. Okay. He answered a Craigslist ad promising that a Popeye's worker who worked the fryer would stash the sandwiches in the back and sell them to customers who paid 24 bucks. <laughs> Barr says the alleged yeah. alleged employee took his money, never delivered the fried goods. So Ugh. you're not only stupid, you're also doing frivolous lawsuits. And you're buying chicken on the black market, yes. you weirdo. Yes. Oh, how much fried chicken can you eat? He's asking for a reasonable $5,000 for his troubles, and he was assigned an October 28th court date. Everybody should cover this story, and this man should be shamed for the rest of his life. His he should be family, shamed out of America. His family should never be able to go anywhere. <laughs> Wait, no. Okay, no. That's that too far. Extreme. That's okay. too far. Just him. Craig Barr. I mean, come on, man. Right? It's a chicken goddamn sandwich. You're going to be okay. I saw a video last night of a dude jumping into the drive-thru window and beating the crap out of a manager because he didn't have... Swear to God, yeah, it's online. See, this this should be how Darwinism works. If these people exist, you're allowed to just... Take them out? Yeah, just a a little shot in the neck. A blow dart? Yeah. Oh, yeah, blow dart. They're gone. They're gone. This is I have an idea. Chicken burger. Oh, see, that guy's got a great great idea. idea. Absolutely. Hey, Bean, uh, what band was it that you were supposed to see and then they had to change the date because of a hurricane? 
Um, I don't recall, Allie. It was the Rolling Stones. It just happened like a month ago. Oh, that's right. Yes, it was the Rolling Stones. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> Days ago, we talked about it. You had to. I wish you could have seen Ellie's face just now. Yes, very disappointed in you. Yes, that that was like a month ago. Yes, I I was able to make it to the. uh, I was able to make the makeup date. Makeup date, but I forgot about the whole hurricane thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it's happened again to the Rolling Stones because of Hurricane Dorian. They're supposed to play Saturday night in Miami. They decided to move it up, so they're going to play tonight. Get it done, and then their tour's over. No more of this crazy American hurricane BS. Why don't we just nuke the hurricanes? Anyone ever thought about that? Great idea. Yeah. Uh, But along with the change in date, there's going to be no opener, so no Juanes performance, which stinks for people because people love him. Especially in Miami, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? you But don't don't the Rolling Stones do like seven hours? hours? Yeah, Yeah, it's a full show. Uh, Bean, who was your opener of the show you didn't remember? Ivan Neville. Oh. New Orleans own. Yeah, New Orleans, Absolutely. Sure. From where you're sitting, you could all see his mole, That's which correct. is delightful. That's uh, Aaron. Aaron but, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Who's Ivan? Is Ivan it, is are sure they related? Glad. I'm so glad we don't go on until six. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was weird people called for the Chapter 2 tickets. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. yeah the lines are they're full. guessing. It's just all a right. guess. We have 30 seconds before we go on the air, you guys. Let's get it together. But Ivan and, and Greg, who was the other one? Aaron. Aaron, they're related? Greg Ivan, Neville. Ivan is Aaron's nephew. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Greg Neville's an accountant who lives in New Orleans. Oh, he is? Yeah. Excellent. Does he have a mole as well? No. All right. Just Aaron. That's By the way, well. is that the biggest... I'm sorry to distract the, the topic here. Is Aaron Neville's mole the biggest mole you've ever seen on yes. the yeah. Does big, anyone yeah. have a bigger mole? Well, um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fe- Fleabag has a bigger mole, but it's on her forehead. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's covered by her mm-hmm. hair. Really? Yeah. A bigger yeah. mole than Aaron Neville's, huh? Yeah. I, I don't think it's as um, protruding, but yeah. it, I think in size it's up there. I'll do a side-by-side after. Thank you. That's, okay. um, That's a good idea. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We need that I, research. Feel like, I feel like Aaron's has hair on it, too. Ooh. Well, I, I had heard... That you're not supposed to pluck hair out of a mole, and oh. I think that might be just an old wives' tale. But read if you read the studies, <laughs> studies, read the studies. Uh, we've talked about moles uh, for far too long. Let's get to okay. some cover songs. Some birthdays for you: Cameron Diaz, Michael Chiklis, Lewis Black, and Andy Roddick. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. We want to talk about uh, Ice Cube for a minute because mm-hmm. there was a time where he was the baddest. Mother effort on the planet. Yes. And no I, one terrified white people more than Ice Cube. <laughs> he was the wrong dude to mess with. He was, he was the <laughs> toughest. And then he became... Oh, hi! Elmo's here with his friend, Mr. Ice Cube. Hey, Elmo. <laughs> and Mr. Ice Cube is going to do some magic for us. Are you ready to see some astounding tricks? So he's Sesame oh. Street Ice Cube now. He's Are We There Yet but Ice Cube now. You know what kills? What is strange about him is that he somehow also kept his street credit at the same time. Yes. And I don't know anyone else that's done that. He's incredible. He's yeah, I don't an know enigma. You, 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 if you're two, you love him. If you're 80, you love him. Yeah. Everybody loves Ice Cube. Uh, he's my favorite rapper of all time. Is he? Sure. Understandably. Wow. Okay. Unfortunately, to Danielle, my wife, my wife, mm-hmm. I have uh, him tattooed on my arm. His oh, excellent. She hates it. Uh, <laughs> I love him. I'm obsessed with him. He went to Taft High School, which was just Did like he? blocks from my house. Uh, I loved him from his NWA work to his solo stuff to his acting career. I, I even like, are we there yet? I didn't. 
I don't care to see it. Right. But congratulations to you, man. By the way, yeah. he's good in those, too. I'm, they may not be I'm great sure. movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you think about those movies, but he's good. Always. I admire the guy. Yeah. Uh, I've studied him so much. I've heard, I think, every song from him ever made from Today Was a Good Day, the obvious ones, mm-hmm. to like the Trespass soundtrack. Uh, I would never mess a th- uh, like a thing at all that's on the internet. Uh, so... Imagine my surprise mm-hmm. when I found an Ice Cube video uh, from the website Pacific Standard Time in 2016. What is that? It's a website that follows architecture. Oh, sure. Okay. Mm, okay. Now, what I love so much about Vintage Ice Cube is, like, he was the wrong dude to F with, the rapper you love to hate. He's a gangster rapper. Yeah, right. Uh, but this video has a different feel to it. Uh, it kicks off with him driving around his hometown of Los Angeles, and it's the typical Ice Cube talking about what he loves about his beloved native city. A lot of people think LA is just eyesore after eyesore, full of mini malls, palm trees, and billboards. So what? They don't know the LA I know. Okay, so he's right. That's the normal Ice Cube. If I played that for you, you'd be like, yeah, Agreed. this yeah. is going to be a great video. Yep. I'm down for it. He's going to rap or something. Uh, Ice Cube knows more about L.A. than most. We all know that. You know, shortly thereafter, he mentions what he specifically loves about the city. He includes the Forum, Crenshaw Boulevard's Five Torches, Hawthorne's Cockatoo Inn, which is no longer there, Mm -hmm. the Watts Tower. You know, these are all things that make sense for Ice Cube. Sure. But then he gets into what is bad about our beloved Los Angeles, and this is quite an Ice Cube. The bad, the traffic. Each freeway has its own personality. The 405, bougie traffic. The 110, <laughs> that's gangster traffic right there. There's a difference. <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> there is a difference indeed. Now, the car ride stops, and he ends up at what looks like a designer loft, like a huge sort of uh, overwhelming piece of art almost. Okay. And he has something he'd like for us to know. Before I did rap music, I studied architectural drafting. <laughs> and one thing I learned is that you always got to have a plan. Okay. So, I'm sorry, what? Something we should address now. Ice Cube, before he rapped, Uh loved architectural drafting. Now, you may have thought he just made this up for the website. Because this is a... That's what I would think, yeah. No, I researched it. Wow. At one time in his life, uh, he almost contemplated early in the NWA days leaving rap because he liked drawing houses and architecture so much. No kidding. And in in high school, a lot of teachers said that they didn't even know he rapped because he was just always drawing houses and architecture um, in class. So it truly was... Ice Cube designed your house. Right? It would be great. Amazing. He'd probably do it very standard, though, but I'd be like, can you put an AK-47? Can you make the house look like a Glock? Uh, Okay. So this website, the Pacific Standard, brings him to the Eames house in the Pacific Palisades. Do you guys know what that Mm -hmm. is? I do not. Okay. So it's known as Case Study House Number 8. That's the other name for it. It is a landmark mid-20th century modern architecture piece. Okay. Uh, It was designed by these legends in the field, husband and wife Charles and Ray Eames. Uh, It was their home and studio until Ray passed away uh, in 1988. It's world-renowned. It is like one of the most popular, famous architecture. If you go there, there's people always visiting. Uh, Now, Ice Cube gives you a tour of the grounds, and he knows everything about it. Got off-the-shelf factory windows, prefabricated walls. They was doing mashups before mashups even exist. What is he talking about? How does he still sound so street (laughs) when he does that? I don't know. It's still Ice Cube, but he's talking about architecture. (laughs) He compared building a house piece by piece to building a rap sample beat, you know, like pretty much. He's he's showing you how hip-hop and architecture is similar. I don't buy it. Uh, But, hey, it's Ice Cube. He's very passionate about homes. Uh, How passionate? Well, here is him explaining why the Eames house is important. In a world full of McMansions, where the structure takes up all the land, the Eames made structure and nature one. 
This is going green 1949 style, bitch. <laughs> I would take an architecture class if he were teaching one. I, would like, I just can't believe he can still sound like Ice Cube while talking about this house. Okay, so to end this just over two-minute clip, Ice Cube has a little message for people who think Los Angeles doesn't have any important culture or architecture. Who are these people who got a problem with L.A.? Maybe they just mad they don't live here. I mean, he, he's probably right. So what I'm saying is that I want Ice Cube now. He has clearly a lot of work on his hands. Right. He's always doing TV or, you know, movies or rapping. I want him to build a house. All right. I, it seems like it's something he's passionate about, and I think he should get into it, no? I agree. I mean, I don't know that we can force him, but... That's gangster traffic right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, anyway, welcome to the Kevin Abicho here on a Friday. Hey. We thought hey, it might yeah. be time to take a look at some animal stories. Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. Hey, a little something for everybody here today. And Allie, I guess we'll start with you because your dream of how you want to die yeah. involves an animal, right? It involves a bear because mm-hmm. I just, I love bears so much. And I feel like if I was to encounter a bear, mm-hmm. it would kill me. But I... I'd get a hug in first, so I'd just go in right for what the hug. What if you didn't get the hug, though? And you're like, no! He just swats yes. at my face. Yeah. At fir- and you're oh, I don't know. I think I, I'm I'm agile enough and, like, quick enough Do you that I can that? get a, a hug in. It might just be his leg. might be an arm, but I will hug something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. By the way, if you could get, pardon the pun, a bear hug off, mm-hmm. how could he How could he kill you? That's what you I'm were, saying. If you were, like, right up against his body like that. Especially if I was like, I love you. Let's just talk about this. Yeah. It's right? a bear hug to her. It's mm-hmm. a crushing death blow for him. Like, he thinks he's... Wow, we were just having fun, Jetson. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. John Johnson and Georgia Georgia Ann Field were watching TV in their home in Pine, Colorado, when they heard noises coming from upstairs. Uh, as nearly as I can figure this out, this must be, must be a situation where they, uh, they have a lower floor with the living room. They're watching TV, and the kitchen is upstairs. Right. So he walks upstairs and finds himself face-to-face with a mother bear and one of her cubs sharing a loaf of bread in the kitchen. So cute. They had just opened the screen door and come on in. So he thought, I need to get these bears out of here. They were growling at each other. He hit the bear in the stomach. (gasps) She swatted him in the nose. And apparently it was back and forth like that, like a dance, he said. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, what point does he turn and run? <laughs> I don't know. He was committed to try to get these bears out of his kitchen, I guess. Meanwhile, that gave his wife 
uh, Georgia, time to come upstairs armed with a Louisville Slugger baseball bat to take a few swings of her own. What kind of family is this? She says, all I remember, honestly... What you you would have just called uh, the police, right, Kevin? Yes. And just waited downstairs. Who takes right? on a mother bear with a cub? Oh, yeah, especially with a kid there. <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. a cub yeah. there. You're in a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> All I remember, honestly, uh, seeing this big round blob in front of me. The wife said, and I empowered myself better than you guys could ever imagine. I didn't know I was that strong, but I whacked that bear as hard as I could with both hands. Turns out, I hit my husband. Her uh, husband was, was imp- her <laughs> husband was impressed by her grace under pressure. The bear turned and ran out. The uh, uh, John uh, though suffered a number of cuts to his face, chest, and both arms. His wife was unharmed. Who gets so- in a slap fight with a bear? Yeah, you got to grab the bat. But it is another example <laughs> of a man being saved by a woman. <laughs> you, yeah, it is indeed yeah. correct. Kevin, here's a story you've been talking about off-air all week long. Your brown recluse spider is back in the news. Yeah, this is a horrible story. This is a woman in Missouri. Her name is Susie Torres. She's from Kansas City. She first noticed something was wrong last Tuesday morning. She felt some discomfort in her ear. She said, I woke up and I heard what sounded like swooshing, like maybe water in my Uh, left ear. It's like when you went swimming and you have all that water in your ear. So she went to the doctor and was looked at by a medical assistant who discovered something strange. She ran out to bring in the doctor and a couple more people and said, I think you have an insect in there. No! What happened next shocked Susie Torres. The nurse came back and said, it's a spider. Uh. And she is particularly terrified of spiders. Which, by the way, makes her a dumbass because spiders are awesome. Right. Are you and they never hurt anyone. Bean? They, they never, never heard, heard anyone. anyone. They never, never heard, heard anyone. Never. You hear that? Never. Doctors worked their magic and removed the spider, which turned out to be a brown recluse, which maybe isn't the spider you want in your ear. That one's good for everyone, Bean? Um, yeah, brown recluses mm. are fine. I see. A species, as you know, Kevin, uh, look yeah. at the back of your neck, that it can cause stinging pain and severe lesions that require medical attention and lots of days off work. Oh, Luckily, oh. the spider did not bite her. Which is remarkable. And not everyone can say that. (laughs) (laughs) She said she's not taking any more chances. I went and put some cotton balls in my ear last night (laughs) when I went to sleep. I'm now shaking off my clothes. I don't put my purse on the floor. I'm a lot more cautious and aware now. It is still not uh, known how the spider and where the spider. I uh, do that with my purse as well. I think that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. All right, and we'll close with a couple of shark stories. Um, The first one, well, actually, I think both of them may be in Florida. I want to say Florida is the shark capital of the world for whatever reason. Here is story number one from the news. On the at 11, a surfer describes his wild day on the water in New Smyrna Beach. Yeah, the MIMS man told News 6 he tried to catch some air on one of the waves today. But instead of landing back on his surfboard... He landed on a shark. Okay, oh. that's just bad timing. But wait, did he write it in? Because that would have been amazing. Yeah. Look at that guy surfing on a shark. <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> now, forgive me for not knowing this, but when you catch some air, does that mean you leave the board, right? Your feet leave the surfboard. I mean, uh, yeah. No, it, it can I mean, be on a surfboard, Most catching air means you're, like, going over with the... With yeah, the with, surfboard. But yeah. he may have lost... He clearly came off the board. Yeah, I, he I must hate, have come up. That's what I'm trying to figure out because yeah. he, he did not land on the board again. He landed on a shark. I don't like admitting this, but just because I'm wearing Hawaiian shirts, I don't know anything more about surfing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's find out what happened next. Don Walsh sent us these pictures of what happened next. 
The shark buried its teeth into his leg oh. and even got a hold of his fingers. Walsh says he thinks it was about a six-footer, possibly a bull shark. His first thought was, get out of the water. I mean, I think that's, that's a, a very, great first very thought. Yeah, it's very good. Very uh, well it done. felt like a freight train hit me. And then the, the first thing I could think of was literally to try to push him away from me. And as soon as that happened, I grabbed my board and started paddling as fast as I could. Walsh says he plans to get right back in the water. Of course, once those wounds heal. That is crazy. Yeah, he's getting some stitches. That's the great thing about surfers, by the way. Yep. Right back in the Doesn't water. Doesn't deter him even 1%. And story number two. Dude the landed on a shark and yes. is going right back out. That's right, yes. Uh, story number two is a, a fish tale that James White swears is true. He's still got the bites to prove it. He is out on a day off, and he is fishing. It all started with a tug on James's line, one much stronger than he was expecting. James had a heck of a time reeling in whatever it was. It was about 10 minutes, and it was about f- the first five minutes, I wasn't able to get anything. It just kept taking line. I thought I was going to lose all my line. Once he got it into shallow water... James saw why. It was a seven-gill shark, like this one. A good six feet long, says James. Okay, so he's fishing, and he reels in a six-foot shark. What do you do next? I mean, throw the rod and go home. Yes. Yes. That's exactly the answer. Let's see if that's what James did. And I'm trying to get a hold of it to take the hook out. And as I'm trying to get the hook out, it turns... It pivots and grabs onto the inside of my left ankle. And in that moment, James went from the one doing the catching to the one being caught. The shark latched onto his ankle and would not let go. There's blood everywhere. Like, it, the first bite punctured the artery. Okay, so... Oh, my god. He said the first bite, by the way, so it's still go, there's yeah. still more to come. So you're just trying to fish. Oh, <laughs> you're right. just out there enjoying some fishing. By the way, kudos to him for trying to get the hook out, because that's bad for the shark. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's a, he's trying to be nice. in the right place, yeah. but he's also an idiot. Yes, yeah, both of those are true, yes. <laughs> so, and, and that's what I knew. I'm like, hey, this isn't just going to be a little couple scratch. Like, this is pretty bad. James yelled to some nearby fishermen for help, but before they could make it to him, someone else did. Darby, come here. Darby. Come on. His one-year-old pit bull. If it wasn't for him, it could have gone a lot worse. James had left Darby in the car while he fished, but hearing James yell, Darby somehow managed to get the door open and race to him. Now that... First of all, why are you leaving your dog in the car? Let your dog be out. Great yeah. question. Right? Second of all, the dog was in the car. The windows were down a little bit. He unlocked the car door and ran over and grabbed the shark by the tail and yeah. pulled it away from James's leg. That's yeah. a hell of a move for a dog. That is unbelievable that the dog would go up to a, a shark that's so much bigger than he is and save his owner. Incredible, incredible story. Even crazier, he was reading the paper in the car. He wasn't yeah. even paying attention. <laughs> he just glanced at the page. Yeah. Oh. This has been <laughs> Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. You want to take a moment to address something kind of serious here? I did a great news story last week about a young man named Alfredo Diaz, who is now seven years old, and he has had nothing but health problems his whole life. He spent most of the first three years of his life in the hospital. He has a genetic disorder that is so rare that there are fewer than 100 cases in the world, you guys. 
Wow. It's kind of similar to like uh, if you know anybody who has Crohn's disease or inflammatory bowel syndrome. It's something like that. It's bad news. But there is hope for young Alfredo. If he can get if he can find a stem cell match, he can potentially be cured of this and live a pretty reasonable life. And what's involved in a match? Well, we're going to find out because uh, BeTheMatch.org is the website that we sent people to last week when we did the segment. And we had a lot of questions. We had a lot of comments from people and a number of our listeners who actually signed up to be a match. So we thought this is important enough to get somebody on to tell us more about it. And we are very happy to welcome Erica Sevilla. She's the public relations strategist of BeTheMatch.org to The Kevin and Bean Show. Erica, good morning. Thank you for coming on with us. Hi, Good morning. It's great to have you. Uh, let's start with Kevin's first question, which is what's involved in being a match for a patient like Alfredo? Sure. So essentially what we're looking for is somebody who is like a genetic twin to Alfredo. Now, that may sound like it's going to be impossible, but it, it's not. Um, we're pretty miraculous. And we're looking for somebody who we're not looking to match a blood type but it's more a tissue type. And so what we know is that if you share the same ethnicity as somebody, you're more likely to match them and their stem cells. So all we need to do to get you tested is a simple cheek swab. And with that cheek swab, we're going to know if you're a potential match for Alfredo or one of thousands of patients who are searching for a life-saving match. Then you yeah. go on the Maury Povich show, and he says, you are not the father. I, I think that's <laughs> different. I think that's a different, different thing. Different, yeah. different okay. kind of test. Yeah. All right. So um, when I did the research on the story last week, Erica, uh, if uh, is this number correct that you have 20 million people at BeTheMatch.org that are available to be matched with sick patients? That's right. We've got 20 million people who've swabbed their cheek, and they are saying, I'm ready to help whoever I match and save their lives. And about one in 430 of the people who sign up with us will go on to save a life and give a patient a second chance at life. Wow. And the part that made me really want to do this story was a little bit of a shocking number to me, and that is that 7% of that 20 million are Latino or Hispanic, right? That's right. Only 7% are Latino. We definitely need more ethnically diverse donors because when you think about it, as a country, we're becoming more and more diverse. You know, we've got people from, especially in L.A., you, you've got Asian, Hispanic, African-American, um, Caucasian people. And, you know, we're, we're all having babies. I've got mixed kids. And, you know, so we're looking to add more of those diverse tissue types because the younger generation is more and more diverse. If we match. Think about, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Well. No, it's like if you think about where your grandparents came from um, and where they're parents came from and you know so i'm french and italian but my kids their family um also comes from mexico and alfredo he's from his family's from mexico so we're looking for people with all different backgrounds to swab their cheek sign up and find out who they can be a match for all right so let's say that we're a match then what happens so if you get a call from be the match we absolutely need you to pick up the phone and say yes because um if you get a call that you're a match for somebody you might be the only person in the entire world or the 30 million people worldwide who have signed up to be a match. You might be the one person who matches a child or an adult who's battling leukemia or lymphoma or, you know, and urgently needs this to save their life. So we'll call you and ask you to go for further testing first just to make sure that you are, so that would be like a simple blood test, to make sure that you're the right, perfect match right. for this patient and that the transplant's going to be successful. And, and then we would talk about moving into transplant. 
Yes, that's what I was wondering about. Does this involve bone marrow, and is this painful for the person who is the match? So really, we're looking at blood stem cells, and you can get that from either a donation that resembles a plasma donation, or you can get that through a liquid marrow donation. Yeah, and the majority of the time, this is a procedure that resembles a plasma donation, where you are sitting in a chair for several hours, blood's being extracted from one one arm, processed through a machine, your stem cells, which are those blood-forming cells, um, will be uh, extracted, the rest of your blood returned to your arm, and your body's just going to replenish your stem cells. So this isn't like um, an organ donation. You know, this is a living donation. Within one day to seven days, most of our donors are up and running and back at work and back at school. Easy peasy. I love it. So a kid like Alfredo, mm-hmm. is it possible to cure him, or is it just helping him live? No, that you can absolutely cure can and reverse cure diseases. Absolutely. Yes. You can eliminate um, you can eliminate blood cancers. You can eliminate blood diseases, genetic disorders. Um, we helped save over uh, six thousand two hundred lives last wow. year. Wow. So this is a lot more common than people realize. And yet we still had thousands of people who didn't find their match and who are still waiting like Alfredo. Now, is right. anybody eligible? Because there's so many you know, restrictions with donating blood. If you've been to a certain country, if you have any diseases, that type of thing. Is anyone eligible to do this? So there are some restrictions, and we have our medical guidelines at bethematch.org that you can just search medical guidelines. They'll come up. You know, if you've had cancer in the past and received chemo treatment or something like that, um, you're not going to be eligible to to sign up. But we have a a pretty brief form for you to fill out online and um, answer a few questions, and we'll let you know if, uh, you know, if there's a problem with eligibility. We are looking for younger donors, ages 18 to 44 years old. Uh, because that's the uh, most often doctors are going to request a younger donor to to donate. Their stem cells are going to be stronger, more likely to be a successful transplant. All right. Okay. So the Kevin and Bean audience, which, by the way, is largely Latino, 18 to 44. We are putting it out there for you right now to do the right thing and go to be the dot org. Let's say you don't match with Alfredo. As Erica just told us, there are thousands and thousands of other people who are still looking for a match out there. And you could be somebody who literally saves somebody's life. BeTheMatch.org is the site. We're so happy we had a chance to have you on, Erica. Have a great weekend, and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. We appreciate it. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, KROQ. It is National Cover Song Day. And that is one of the great covers of all time, I think. Nirvana doing David Bowie. We got so many requests from Kevin Bean's social media, including Jamie Alejandro Aparicio. Sorry if I butchered your no, name no, there. No, I'm sure that was perfect. From uh, Facebook requesting that. We are happy to play it for you. Speaking of cover songs, we're going to do a deep dive on... <laughs> Jensen's going to be in, in charge of the deep dive on the covers of Smash Mouth's All-Star. Uh, there's next so hour. many. You're not going to believe. You literally emailed yesterday. He was so happy. He's like, you won't believe how many I found. (laughs) It's nuts. So that's going to be one special segment on National Cover Song Day. But right now we want to talk about, look, look, we're playing great covers on the program today. Not all covers are bullseyes, okay? Mm -hmm. Occasionally somebody will take on something that maybe doesn't work. For instance, Allie, are you ready? For? When Dwight Yoakam decided. do it. He was going to cover I Prince. I will burn this place to the ground. It didn't go great. I only wanted to see you laughing <laughs> in the purple rain. Purple 
never saw that one. It's having banjos. But. Oh, my gosh. People started, when they found out how mad I was about it, started hearing it in random restaurants, elevators, everything, and would always send me video. That's sure. Funny. How are sure. people playing this song? I get what he was trying to do. Do but, you? But stop it. But I why do. I do but it? once he heard it, shouldn't he have said, you know what? I, that was, I, it was a too ambitious. <laughs> it was a my bad. Now, the one thing I will say about my uh, girlfriend, Taylor Swift, is mm-hmm. that she never misses. She doesn't do covers very often, but when she does, they're always great. Except for... That's not. Bean, you'll okay. admit that that is... Hot garbage, right? It uh, that's it, hot garbage indeed. It didn't bring the funk. If that's what you're <laughs> it asking. sounds like a talent show. <laughs> it did not bring the funk. Middle school talent yeah. show. Yeah. All right. So, in honor of National Cover Song Day, we thought it might be fun for those of us on the show, the four here in the room. Sorry, mugs, to pick our least favorite cover of all time, the yeah. cover that we think is the worst of all time. Who wants to go first? Uh, I think you should be. All right. I will go first, and this pains me to say this because she is one of the great artists of all time. And I think we all agree that Dolly Parton is a goddamn genius. One of the great songwriters of all time, an amazing musician and performer. However, her attempt to cover Led Zeppelin (laughs) was not effective. Stop it. Oh. No, Dolly. Stop I mean, it. stop that. Stop doing that. Yeah, stop what you're doing. Don't do that. I'm oh. sorry. It's uh, it's not, <laughs> I hate to say it, but not, not good. That's not good at all. All right, Jensen, you're up next. Uh, listen, she is a multiple offender. <laughs> she really is. She really is. Britney Spears has done a lot of bad covers, mm-hmm. uh, but nothing to me sounded more tone deaf than her take on my prerogative. Everybody's talking all this stuff about me. Why don't they just let me live? I don't need permission to make my own decisions. That's my prerogative. I mean, honestly, though, to me, one of her better fails. I mean, I don't know because... You know what I mean? She's got Compared to her I Love Rock and Roll or her Satisfaction. Satisfaction is very bad. But I think uh, number one, she's like a Hall of Famer for bad covers. So it's more about a body of work than anything else. (laughs) But she also, like, I know she's an icon and clearly people love her and she's been through a lot. But like, I am so always so surprised that this voice that sings real nasally is like that. People love that. Do you remember back in the day when everybody was saying is Christina Aguilera a better singer than Britney Spears? You remember that? I don't know. Do you like singing through a nose. It was a crazy <laughs> argument that was going on. Wow. Allie, you're up. Well, I have always said you just don't cover the greats. There are certain people you just don't touch. Like Whitney Houston. Don't cover her songs. It's going to suck. I always thought that about Stevie Wonder. Until I heard Casey and JoJo cover Lately for MTV Unplugged. Jam. It might be one of the best covers I've heard wow. in my entire life. Like up there with Stevie Wonder. I never saw, thought I'd say this. But we're back to don't cover the greats because... What Maroon 5 does here to Bob Marley's Three Little Birds, is, and you know how I feel about birds. Sure, you hate I, them. I want to I help these birds and anyone with ears. Singing, don't worry about a thing. Oh, because every little 
Yeah, that don't, needs don't to do stop. that. Stop. I mean, Adam is too white to sing that song. Correct. Yeah. He's more right. like Dan Marley than Bob Marley. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you close it out. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, when you have a song that's bad enough, yeah, it's so bad it becomes entertaining. Oh, you oh, did no. it. You right? did it. So this one is the worst cover of all time, which makes it great in my mind. This is okay. the Armenian comedian oh, yes. and Wing <laughs> doing a duet Together. on Highway to Hell. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Hey, um, welcome in uh, to the program here, you guys. Allie is uh, doing a very special What's Happening, like we do every Friday at this time. Wow, you didn't do it. I jumped the gun, my bad. Really did. Really assuming. (laughs) Certainly uh, keeping with the theme, right? Absolutely. Every Friday at this time, we do our That's My Jam picks. That is our playlist that we have on Spotify. We will link you to it on all of our social medias. All of those are at Kevin and Bean. You're going to see a playlist. Just click follow and you're going to get new songs every single week from all of us here on the Kevin and Bean show. Stuff that we're super into. Could be brand new. Could be something that came across our playlist. But this week, we are sticking with the theme of National Cover Song Day. Dare we we make it International Cover Song Day? I don't know why I mean, we it's, it's ours. Oh. Why not? Why not? World <laughs> Planetary. Why world not? Cover like Song Day. I like it. Let's Intergalactic our... Planetary World Cover Song Day. Done. So we decided keep our all... head about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, let's, okay, let's keep shoot it... for the stars, yeah. man. Yeah, let's right. have our expectations. You got to have goals. I agree, Kevin. And that's why you're up first with your pick for the cover song. Mine is The Cure, and I picked it mostly because, A, I love them, and B, they're playing tomorrow in Pasadena, which I love. The Cure, this album is on uh, Join the Dots, the B-Sides and Rarities, 1978 to 2001, but it was originally done for Stone Free, a tribute to Jimi Hendrix, and it's The Cure covering Purple Haze. Most famous guitar anthems of all time and strip the guitar out of it. Yes. Okay. And I love it. It's good. And, but also while doing research for this, I found it on many sites that said it was the worst cover of all time. Oh, no. <laughs> well, they're wrong. I agree. Uh, Bean, you're up next. You guys know how much I love Jack White. Yes. It's yeah. no secret on this program. The White Stripes are one of my favorite bands of all time, and they had excellent taste in covers. They did uh, Conquest, they did Jolene, but the one that I picked. Is one that was made famous back in the 60s by Dionne Warwick or um, uh, Dusty Springfield, depending on which version you like. 
but they did a phenomenal cover of I Just Don't Know What to Do With Myself. I don't know what to do with myself. Like a summer road With a sun and rain I need your sweet love To feel away Guess what I'm saying is I love Jack White, you guys. I hear you Why and you say I that accept it. <laughs> Jensen. Uh, mine is from an album that I think deserves way more attention uh, called Loud Rocks. It was a collaboration album between rock bands and hip-hop artists. We played Incubus and Big Pun earlier. But on this album, you had things like Static X teaming up with Dead Prez, Everlast with Mob Deep, Butch Vig with M.O.P. Uh, you had uh, uh, Mob Deep with Sick of It All. I mean, there's some pretty great combos on here. And the Wu-Tang Clan has more than one song on it. There's uh, Tom Morello and Chad Smith uh, doing Wu-Tang Ain't Nothing to F With. But the one I wanted to focus on is two of my favorite groups of all time teamed up to cover the song Shame, a Wu-Tang Clan song. So it is System of a Down and Wu-Tang. And this is uh, a great jam that more people should know about. That's pretty strong. Damn. That's the clean version. Damn. <laughs> uh, but it's very good. And all of Loud Rocks is good. You should listen to it. Excellent. Uh, I have made, like Bean uh, has made no no secret of his love for Jack White from the White Stripes. I have made no secret of my love for all things Mike Patton. Mm-hmm. I... I believe I lost my mind when I found out that Mr. Bungle was reuniting and now has you did. three sold-out shows at the Fonda. I do remember you casually <sighs> mentioning that. My God, it's so great. But this was when he was in the band after Mr. Bungle. He was in a little band uh, called uh, Faith No More. They were great. And they decided to tackle a song that was by the Commodores, a tune from 1977 called Easy. Seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can You see your big stole in the barrel Yeah That's why I'm easy
sure someone's alarm went on right then. Sounds <laughs> like what somebody's making happened? babies this weekend, Allie. I'm just saying. And then if you go back and watch the video, that was Mike Patton at his hottest. <laughs> oh, such a babe. Uh, again, it is our That's My Jam playlist. You can find it at Kevin and Bean on all of our social medias. Just click follow and you're going to have brand new music every week. I just want to uh, do a little breaking news, if I can. Okay. Just oh, a, sure. a smidge of, of some breaking news. Thought we were done. No, thank you to the scene star that tagged me in a photo to announce that Tool has a headlining pair of shows at Staples Center coming up. All right. Yeah. Here's the thing. They're going to play Sunday, October 20th. And wait, Sunday, October 20th and Saturday. Okay, they'll fix that. Uh, October 20th and October 21st. Killing Joke is going to be the scheduled opener, according to a scene star. Tickets are going on sale next Friday. And that's Allie's great news. I mean, that's great news. I would news. like to see People are going to be freaking out about that. So thank you to Scene Star for letting me know about that. And uh, some birthdays for you. Cameron Diaz, Michael Chiklis. Hold on. I have, uh, I have oh. some okay. great oh, news. Okay. okay. We're going to be giving away those tickets next week. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's breaking news. I mean, what's better? I, uh, hmm? I can't is, come it a, is it a real question? Oh, Lewis Black's birthday and Andy Roddick. Is that better? No. no. Screw those Tool two, tickets right? next week from K-Rock. Yeah, and that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. We need to revisit something that we talked about early in the show yesterday, and that is about crazy roommate demands. You live with a person, or you're thinking of living with a person, but they've got a list of rules that are no-goes for you, or that seem outrageous or unreasonable to you. This started because of a Facebook post, excuse me, uh, Facebook or Craigslist? I think it's Craigslist. That went viral of a young man in Sydney who was looking to put together a group house and he was looking for four or five different people that he thinks, I mean, it sounds like he's trying to build a new world. <laughs> Does, doesn't it? Does he, do you think he really thought he would find four or five people that would qualify for this list? I mean, it's I imagine. Possible. I imagine you wouldn't put it out there unless you thought there. I mean, the reason you put it out there is to find like-minded people who want to live in a house with all of these bizarre rules. And look, I think Jensen, you said yesterday there are people that live like this. Yes, they're, get, they're known I, as a cult. I or, get what or he's Amish. or Amish. Or yes, I get what he's going for, but I think most people would get one or two items. Well, forget it. Would get to the first item, which is no couch allowed in the apartment. <laughs> I think most people, he says, no couch, you squat instead. Right why, there. Why do you think? Because he doesn't want people sitting on their asses, Kevin. It's, it's they, a lazy space. Yeah, it's lazy. But does he imagine a bunch of like Major League Baseball catchers just sitting around in the living <laughs> Like, is that what he's seeing? Maybe, and I don't mean to just state the obvious that you're all missing, but maybe dude likes juicy thighs, right? Everyone's crouching, so he's just like, I want roommates with big, thick thighs. Woo! Is yeah, oh, on. I think my mic's off. No, no, it's, guys no it was on. No, it's, no? it's, it's it was okay. on. We oh, all, uh, I wasn't sure if you. Yeah, no, we all. Because no, if you're squatting all the time, you yeah, just got because no, no, we definitely, right. definitely didn't thighs. have any questions after. Okay, <laughs> no follow-ups needed. That he believes Australia is a wonderful place to live with so much potential to create a thriving society, but currently there is an evil monster sucking away our potential whose name is instant gratification. So what he's saying is basically, don't waste your time. Use your time mindfully so no couch squat instead no television you guys 
Instead, he asks that you meditate and read. <laughs> no screaming at others. That's okay, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that's right. yeah, screaming, that's, that's good. good. Use mindfulness in a calm voice. No alcohol. You, I mean, I'm out. You should be sleeping. You should be dancing. You should not be drinking. <laughs> so when but, you get out of bed and your feet touch the floor, you have to start, you dancing. start dancing. Start Ironically, yeah. alcohol helps both of those things. Correct. Absolutely. That's correct. Uh, we're going to be looking for your calls. 1-800-520-1067. Unreasonable roommate demands. Text that, that, that number as well. Uh, text is fine, mm-hmm. too. Uh, not as good for calling topics. But no noise <laughs> after 11 p.m. You should be asleep by then, he says. Because okay. all that dancing, you are exhausted. You're exhausted, yeah. yeah. Uh, no refined sugar, Kevin. Oh, go straight to hell. Instead, you should be refining your skills. <laughs> <laughs> now that, see, it's starting to sound like a joke to me now. No uh, no cigarettes or marijuana. No Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. I mean, Australia is a first world country. People can get Wi-Fi and should. You should go to the public library if it's necessary for you to get online. Also, we'll just use 4G, man. Right. No, we don't, um, we don't need your Wi-Fi. Uh, no white light, you guys. Get used to the dark. What? Now, is, what kind of lights do you think he's uh, expecting to have in this apartment? None. He's going to be like candlelight, man. Black light? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Be, that would actually kind of make the place cool. Yeah. No, uh, no frozen meals. No fast food. You should be uh, doing uh, eating healthy stuff instead. All right, that's, I mean, that's nice to hear. Sure. Um, I couldn't do it, but sure. <laughs> yeah. And he goes on and on from there. Believe it or not, there is more stuff. This is one positive for the place that we didn't mention yesterday, an easily accessible and highly curated library of music, books, and films. Hmm. Okay. So he does, I mean, he will allow you to watch things, but you certainly can't that's sit kind on of couch. Him. Yeah. And you have to do you it while squatting so you can yes. show him your big, thick thighs, according Thank to Alan. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> And I guess you'll be watching watching them on a computer, but you can't stream them because you don't have right, Wi-Fi. There's no Wi-Fi. Right. you got to so, use the yeah, physical copy. Seems very complicated to me. So I don't know. Uh, it's been a while since I've had uh, roommates. Um, I mean, I'm, it is a completely different thing to have even a best friend mm-hmm. and then move in together. That's all two separate things, man. Yeah. Little things can drive you crazy, but oh, this yeah. guy sounds like it's just... Now, you all, you guys all went to college. I didn't. Yes. Um, any roommate stories from college? I had a uh, roommate that punched another roommate in the face. Oh. um, But then dropped um, a line alluding to the fact that she comes from a huge family of uh, gangsters in Rhode Island, which wound up she did. So then we had security posted up in front of our dorm room because they. Really? Yeah, it got real bad. But I'm going to tell you right now. Emily deserved to be punched. She was a bitch. <laughs> uh, You've held your tongue until now I with really that one. Have. I punched now you're because I'm of the New saying. Hampshire. But she literally, I won't say the real last name, but she's like, oh, you messed up. I come from the Rhode Island Camusos. And we were like, what does that even mean? But Boston College knew, and boy, wow. did they post someone up to say uh, this. That reminds me, I punched my college roommate in the face. <laughs> that reminds of, me, honestly, Jensen was wait, my college roommate. I kind of forgot. <laughs> what? I, I kind of forgot. What I do you mean it. you kind of forgot? I did forget. I was, I'm medicated now, so I'm totally fine. We know this. But I had terrible, crippling, obsessive-compulsive disorder growing up. Mm-hmm. And in college, 
I, I was the problem. I'm, I okay. was the issue. It was you. So I had asked my roommate uh, because someone had scratched a PlayStation game and that would kill my OCD. Mm-hmm. Even though the game still played, it still that totally messed with my OCD. So I, like an idiot, said, you can't play the PlayStation when I'm not around, which is like insane to <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah, that's <laughs> Which is, yeah. I mean, it's just a guy who needs to be medicated. <laughs> and I left one day and then wa- I, I forgot something, in, like a book or something. So I came back and, and him and this guy, Tim, had not jumped. Tim. I know, Tim, the worst. They had jumped and like they were like I caught them doing something and I was like were you guys making out like I was kind of stoked to see if maybe <laughs> I caught something dope mm-hmm. and uh, and and I was like and I looked down and I just saw the PlayStation and I was like oh no man and it like triggered all the terrible OCD stuff and we started arguing and I punched him in the face wow yeah not, not proud I ended up apologizing to him years years later and explained to him that like it was a sickness not like a real thing I didn't want him to play the PlayStation I'd like to punch him in the face yeah. alright listen um, we gotta take a quick break Jane you hang on we're gonna get to you first right out of the quick break Kyle you as well 1-800-520-1067 outrageous roommate demands we'll take your calls next on K-Rock it's the Kevin and Bean show K-Rock hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are talking about unreasonable roommate demands. A guy in Australia put up what we think looks like a manifesto or something. <laughs> it's insanity. <laughs> of the kinds of things that he will and will not That guy doesn't want a roommate. It sounds like maybe that's the yeah, case. Yeah, Charles Manson was like, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some people who have had to endure similar things. And Jane, we thank you for calling. We thank you for listening. We thank you for holding on uh you're el segundo what uh, story do you have for us yeah hey guys first Hi. i just want to say i love you i grew up listening to you Thank it's been you. like over 23 years of me listening to you wow you have bad taste but we appreciate you i'm gonna miss you bean and <laughs> you guys are the best thank you you're um, so sweet yeah <laughs> my story this is back in 2014 um, I was trying i was living in portland at the time and i was looking for a house to move into and I responded to this ad this guy put up. And when I met him, he showed me the house, whatever, whatever. And then he tells me the rules, which are, one, if any males come to visit me, they have to pee sitting down because he thinks it's disgusting. And <laughs> that's just the rule. And That was his rule, not yours. It. Yeah, that's his rule. And that <laughs> he will enforce it and let anybody who walks through the front door know. And Jane, do you think that's Jane, do you think that's because of splatter? Yeah, he was like, it's just gross. I pee sitting down. It's not a big deal, and I won't be cleaning that up, and it's just not allowed in this house. I don't know where um, you're going with this, Jane, but I don't think that's an outrageous request. No, it, it, it is outrageous. I don't. It is. I do think you have a cleaner bathroom if everybody sits down. No, but if you say to people, listen, the one thing that bothers me, I'm the owner of the house, the thing that bothers me is when there's splatter of pee on the floor or, mm-hmm. or seat, please make sure that's that's cleaned. That's, that's a, enough. That's a better request than being like, pee sitting down, dude. <laughs> like, that's just a weird thing. to. And also, imagine just a guest coming over. Oh, are you going to the bathroom? Yeah. Are you one or twoing? You know what I mean? Like, oh, one, you and then he would sit. bust through the door. Yeah, to check, check it. It. like the Kool Aid Man. Yeah, because he did. Because because this potential roommate Jane, he did say that he was gonna, you know, keep tabs on it. Like, I feel like would he have a camera in there or something? What happened? I I don't know, but um, he had like an open house for me to come and 
meet his friends before he would approve me. And I brought a guy friend of mine, and he literally told him at the front door. Love it. Whoa. Love it. His other rule was he would not shake hands with anybody. This is when Ebola was, like, really, really big and, you know, was horrible. But so he had this theory of shaking hands equaling you were going to get Ebola, so he would only fist bump people. I think that's medically sound. Yes. (laughs) This um, guy. I'm on that guy's side on both. This is, uh, I mean, that guy says no touching, so. This is why Jane and I never were able to live together, you guys, because of that. All right, thank you for the call. We appreciate that. Let's try Torrance's Kyle up next, line two on the Kevin Abin Show, 1-800-520-1067. Hey, Kyle. Happy Friday party, people. How's it going? Hello. It's going well. Yeah, thank you. I grew up listening to you guys. I appreciate everything you guys ever do. I, I've been a big fan my whole life. So thank you. Thanks for always having the show. Very um, nice so of my you. experience was the Craigslist nightmare. I, I looked up. I was looking for a room a few months ago. I found one down in Torrance, and it said, uh, "You know, 420 friendly, a nice place. It's inside a mobile home. It's cheap." I come into this place, and the dude that I walk up to looks like. If Shaggy Rogers did meth instead of smoked weed. No. He was a creepy looking kind of dude. And I just like, I kind of dismissed that. I'm like, all right, whatever. Then he has this paperwork he wants me to look at. There's no, there's no noise, no talking between 10 p.m. and 7 a.m. <laughs> wow. There's, there's, there's no talking out outside unless you're whispering because he's afraid that the old people that he lives around will call him and report him for anything. Okay. The inside of his house, his his, his couch is wrapped in plastic. Oh yeah, he's he's. he's I mean, you're living with Dexter or something. Yeah, that guy has killed. <laughs> Crazy. It was, pretty, it was pretty disturbing. And like and like, I try like I'm like looking at this list, going, "What does this guy really want me to agree to?" And he's like, he like just looks at me as I'm looking through the list. He's like, "Is this going to work for you? Is this going to be okay?" And I'm just like, um. You know, I'll, I'll get back to you. I hopped in my truck and I got out of there. Peace yeah, out. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, you just got to back out of that situation. He'd be wearing your skin right now. Am I, <laughs> am I the only person that thinks if I want to find a place to live, I'm not going to Craigslist? I would be afraid, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Craigslist is the classified section. Yeah. And that's where for you crazy put it. people. But know. that's like well, no, how the documentary everybody. starts being. Like, <laughs> Allie knows enough about me. <laughs> All right. There was a Craigslist t- killer. It had its name in yeah, it. Yeah, sure <laughs> Let's go to Tony on line six, please. Los Angeles up next on Rock talking about outrageous roommate demands. Hey, Tone. Hi. Uh, first time caller. Thank, Thank you. you for taking my call. Of course. Uh, I would just like to make a shout out to my beautiful wife who's taking me to a doctor's appointment right now. Nice. Um, All right, fair. Back in uh, 2005, I was uh, going to college in Riverside, and I had a random roommate who demanded that I do not turn on the AC or open the window. And if you know, Riverside is like 100. You can't use air conditioning or open the window? Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was always hot. And on top of that, he only had one pair of shoes, (laughs) and he had three of the same, like, clothes and always reeked. Uh, so from time to time, like when he was not in the room, I'll try to open the window. But every time I try to do that, he'll come back somehow and like get upset. And were you time, were you allowed uh, to have a fan? No, nothing. He no said, fan uh, either. I'll keep the yeah. He said that if the room was too uh, cold, he'll have diarrhea, which made no sense. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 The room gets too cold, you no, have diarrhea, right? That happens. <laughs> oh, Tony, thank you, you know for what? the call. I wasn't into the guy, and now I feel like he's a good landlord. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. How did this get started with Smash Mouth and All Star? Uh, well, a 
guess about a week ago, we played an official EDM remix that Smash Mouth put out for All Star on its 20th anniversary. It's mm-hmm. one of our favorite songs of all time here on the Kevin and Bean Show. We love it. Uh, actually, uh, Beer Mug, if you want to play it to remind people, uh, the EDM dance remix. EDM dance. It's just remix. dance remix. It's listed uh, as. Dance, dance. We worked right this there. out. There you go. Oh, there right. we worked. Hey now, you're an All Star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. That um, that works. Yeah. Wait for the beat drop. Yeah, come on, man. Okay, now. Okay. So uh, that got us thinking, are there other covers of Smash Mouth's All-Star? Because there should be, technically. Agreed, yes. And so we looked it up, and we found about three or four, and we went, that's enough for a break. And then I went home, and I found... Bit of a deep dive. 14. <laughs> I found oh, 14 decent covers... To play, okay. Of Smash so these Mouth some of these aren't super crappy. No, okay. Some of these are good. Uh, Bean found one on his own. Postmodern jukebox. Uh, this is sort of a scat version of sorts. Bean. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a question, but Jazzy, let's play it. Yeah, you make your you make your mind. Up. It's a cool place, and it only gets colder. You bundled up now, wait until you get older. But the media man makes it differ, judging by the hole in the satellite picture. The ice sweet sky, it's getting pretty thin. I mean, I, I don't I don't need it. <laughs> so him sending out that Agreed. him sending out that YouTube link got me to just put in Chipmunks All Star, and oh, we no. got uh, that the Chipmunks have done it. Sounds awful, by the so way. So annoying. Yeah. Um, That's not my chipmunks. And listen, it just kept spiraling for me. I just found uh, version after version, including a metal cover. Ooh. And this one is sort of a very vocal version of metal, but it's pretty dope. Guys, this is one of the greatest songs of all time. Please give I mean, it some it respect. Is. It is. Sorry, uh, our bad. And then Bean brought up the other day how someone, I think it was during one of our meetings, how someone took the second beat out of uh, the song. I hate this so much. So bizarre. Every, this is yes. so weird. Every second beat of All Star has been taken out, and it now sounds like please, a polka please version. Don't, please don't. It's pointless. Here it is. It's not. It's not so much the focus theme. Theme. It that makes me anxious. Like that physically does something to me. Where I get there's something wrong. I get freaked out. Okay, then let's bring the mood down with a sad cover. Yeah. Uh, This is just a bum out version of All Star. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an All Star and get your game on. Go play. What's happening? Don't ever question what I'm doing. I gotta be honest. It sort of works. Yeah, I like it. I mean, they're all they all kind of they work. Sort of work. If it's a good song in general, you can do it in any 
format. Well, did you say jazz? Did anyone I didn't say, say jazz? Okay. No, no well, one said I'm jazz. Saying jazz. Here it is. Hey now, all star, get your game on, go play. Hey now, rock star, get the show on, get paid. All that glitters is gold. Right, not, not, any, not any style. Shouts to Richard Cheese. That's not him. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's going to be furious gonna be that furious. we're playing that. Uh, we have a folk version of the song. Okay. That's this. Nope. Go straight to hell. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It's nope. crazy. Nope. All right. What else? Okay. We got? You have a <laughs> punk rock version. <laughs> Just a terrible. straight up punk rock yeah, run. Again, reminding you, I have 14 of these. Uh, the next hey, one. Let me, yeah. let me ask you this is a serious question. If you Jason. want to stop, Genius, go ahead. Right? Yeah, What's no, happening? Since you went on the deep dive yesterday, I'm sure you have thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. What is it about Smash Mouth's All-Star that makes so many people want to cover it? I think one reason is that obviously it has a sort of niche, jokey, meme aspect to it, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because it's such a positive song. It's like, it's basically being like, everybody party, everybody party. It's just like saying it over. And I think <laughs> that was. So <laughs> that was great. We need to make a song. Everybody you. party. Everybody party. <laughs> I think that's the thing about it, though, is that there is a reason why people find it somewhat it's infectious. It's a little cheesy, but it's also infectious. Yeah, both. even if annoying, right? Yeah, both. Like, and it has a good message. Obviously, it's not you know, it's not a bad thing. And I think also it's in Shrek, and <laughs> there's that, that that makes people laugh. Uh, okay, this is a love ballad, uh, and this is very touching. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on, go. This is yours? Yep, this is mine. I like the harmonies. It's kind of beautiful. I mean, it sort of works. I like it. Uh, Well, this one doesn't. This is a lounge cover, and I don't think this one's very good. No, they can go to hell. Again, I found 14. 14 covers. And I didn't even spend that much how time. Long? I was going to say, how long did you uh, spend? 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorites. The death metal version is just awesome. <laughs> I couldn't love this more. I mean, I'm not sure how you know what song it is, but... I mean, it's all-star to me. That's fantastic. Okay, these last two. The first one is a little confusing to me, but I figured it out after watching it a bit. This is called Inverted Lyrics. So basically, each line is said backwards, but not the... Why? Not the full... (laughs) Why? Wait, not what? (laughs) But not the full song. It's just each line is backwards. Okay. So, hey, now you're an all-star, star all... And, you know, it it goes that way for each line. I'm with the guy that said why. Well, I have your answer. That's fantastic. Yeah. Why would someone do that? Now, you might think that's the best one I found. Yeah. Because it is. It's not. Oh. I found a religious version of Hey Now You're an All Star called. Pray now. Pray now. It's a 
pray now, you said. Pray now, only God is listening. Praise wow. Jesus. Uh. Praise Jesus. Am I bad but- if I love this one? More than anything. That's your praise, new ringtone, Kevin. <laughs> praise Smash Mouth, please. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. You know, uh, it's time for Keep It 100, you guys. Yeah. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100, baby. I keep it 100. 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 I'm gonna keep it 100. 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. We do this every Friday about this keep time. We ask you to... We ask you to text us Keep and be te- Texter 100, and we'll play any song you want. This Keep week, of course, has to be cover songs. <laughs> Texter 99, Kim from Van Nuys, I Feel Ya, No Scrubs from Weezer. Oh, fun. Mm, I fun would like that. Would have been great. Uh, Texter 101, We All Dodged a Bullet, Angel in Santa Fe Springs wanted to hear Korn's version of the cameo song, oh, Word Up. I love that song. It's so bad. <laughs> it is It is very bad. But there's only one Texter 100, and this week it's our friend John. He is in Hacienda Heights, and he joins us on K-Rock right now. Hey, John. Hey, how are you guys doing? We are good. good. How are you enjoying National Cover Song Day on the Kevin and Bean Show this morning? Oh, I'm enjoying it a lot, especially considering that I was the 100th caller last year on cover day. What? No. Way! No. Oh, my God. No. That and is not possible. not possible. I think I remember yeah, I think... his song, too. What was it? Was it a cover of Joy Division? Uh, yes, it was. The yeah. Yeah. You you request a year ago, you did The Killers doing Shadow Play. John, this what, is kind of, what kind yes. of luck is this? What are the odds that he would be He's able to get in? He's got some kind of voodoo. He really yeah. does. Have I mean, it's be... the worst kind ever. It's just to be Texter 100. <laughs> right. Twice. Still, twice. Technically, still, he could win years. the lottery. He yeah. would choose that. But yeah. he doesn't have wasted, It's a wasted superpower. <laughs> are you Texter 100? Have you been Texter 100 in between also? Uh, no, I have not. And I've been trying every week since day one. This okay, one that's really weird. All right. Well, you've blown our minds. Now let's find out what song you decided to pick with your uh, using your voodoo magic. Go ahead and introduce your song for us, John. Okay. This is by Depeche Mode. It's Route 66, and this one goes out to Allie. That's that's freaky, John and Hacienda Heights. Yeah, yeah, that's not cool. We all pretended like it was normal. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, oh, cool, you did it last year. And I was like, he's a killer. He's oh, called he, every week for Keep It 100. And he since only, the beginning. He only got through last year on National Cover Day and today on National Cover Day. I thought yeah. you were saying it was freaky that he dedicated it to me. Well, I mean, that shows poor judgment, but... <laughs> Route 66, by the way, is one of the most popular R&B songs of all time. It's been around since 1946. It's been covered by everybody from Van Morrison and the Rolling Stones to John Mayer to the Brian Setzer Orchestra to Natalie Cole. But the Depeche Mode version, I think, is my favorite of all of them. And it came out when, do you suppose, Allie? You're the hugest Depeche Mode fan in the world. I am going back. You said it was originally an R&B song? Yeah. I had no idea. Same. That is such a bean fact, though. Bobby Troop did the original. Bobby Troop. Oh, Bobby Troop. Oh, I should have thought of that. Okay, Chuck Berry did it. Everybody. Really? 
but I love the, the mode version, man. Me too. Uh, you're asking me when Depeche Modes came out. And there's no yeah. excuse for you to not know as the they're, they're your favorite band Absolutely. Ever. That's why I would I was going to say 87, then I mm-hmm. thought possibly 88. Mm-hmm. But I am going to go with 87. 88. Ladies and gentlemen. 88. Whoa, whoa. Hold on. Up. Allie McKay is correct. 1987. Okay. Yep, now she gets credit for both guesses. I see how that works. I think she settled on 87, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, it was the B-side of their single, Behind the Wheel. A great pick. Thank you, John, in Hacienda Heights for that suggestion. Hey, we'll talk to you next year on Keep It 100. Keep It 100. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. It's a shame there's no... Uh... Way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> I know some people after work and most others are still asleep. So it's lucky that your boy Jensen wraps up every week. And the crew came back from Vegas completely elated. Despite the fact that they were on a bus that barely made it. Fruit we debated. You love a band you hated. We're gifts from a mom of a person you dated. We gave it tickets to people who understand. It's Pennywise the Clown or Pennywise the Band. My mom had two weddings. And each had fights, and Lana Del Rey was a total delight. Obviously. And Richard Cheese straight crushed. Addy won't shut up about deals on Disney Plus. My doctor said Wiener. Petro seems sad. All star remixes. Roommates have demands. And Cube knows bougie traffic. Don't move fast. If you miss that, download the podcast. Have you ever put more items in one wrap-up? That was, yeah. that was tough, right? <laughs> that this was week. a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> did you leave anything out that we did this week? Uh, don't have to listen to the podcast to figure out. That was all that, yeah. so. that is amazing. Jensen does a great job with that every week. And it's just a reminder to let you know that if you do miss a show or miss an hour, sometimes you miss something good. Not often, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's why you should check out the Kevin Bean podcast available through radio.com or iTunes or wherever you get yours. All right. Uh, by the way, thanks for all of the wonderful requests for National Cover Song Day. And a few was, terrible requests as well. Mm-hmm. I thought it was super, super fun. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, Anthony, for instance, from uh, Instagram on the Kevin B. Instagram account is the one who suggested Orgy Blue Bundy. So all we're right. happy to play that for him. So that was fun. We'll do it again next year on the Friday before Labor Day. In the meantime, Allie. Take us home with another What's Happening. A lot of albums out today, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Day. You've got Lana Del Rey's new album. See? You've got Tool. See? Uh. Fear Inoculum. <laughs> Big stuff happening today. Oh, That's their first album in 13 years, you guys. <laughs> and I bring it up because I told you the breaking news in the 7 a.m. hour that... that and now okay. breaking news, boom. <laughs> The tool and now okay. uh-huh. a breaking news bulletin. New shows in LA, headlining a pair of shows at Staples Center in Yay! support of Fear Inoculum. Uh, Sunday, October 20th, and Monday, October 21st. Tickets are going to go on sale next Friday at 10 a.m. But guess what you can do? Win them with us. Yes. That's correct. Tomorrow. Not no, tomorrow. Nope. Next week. And not even Tomorrow's Monday, not Tuesday. Even close. <laughs> oh, Tomorrow's the furthest I could get rather than today. <laughs> How are you doing? Pretty good? <laughs> I feel strong. Yay! Come on, guys. Let's stay out till noon. Wow. <laughs> Stick it um, out. But a scene star said that it's been nine years since Tool played uh, in L.A. <laughs> they played at, uh, back then it was the Nokia Theater. We now know it as Microsoft Theater. But now, of course, the wait is over, you guys. Sunday, October 20th. Monday, October That's 21st. Mm-hmm. And to go from the size of the Nokia 
to two nights at Staples Center. Yep. That's pretty good, Jewel. Pretty good. I am hearing great things about the new album. I still have not, I've only heard the single, so I can't wait, but people are are loving it. I hope you have have four hours to spend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was saying that, Bean, because a lot of people were saying the same thing in their reviews of, I wasn't sure I wanted a new Tool album. I wanted to. I would have loved to have remembered them as they thought maybe it wouldn't be. Oh, I see. And people are saying, boy, was I wrong. And boy, am I now mad it took 13 years to get this. So that's pretty good, you guys. Need any more information on the Tool shows and stuff? It's at krock.com. Excellent. Guys. But we're giving away tickets starting tomorrow, though, right? Yes, tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow, Tuesday. Good. Or three weeks from now. After the show, it's, we're going to give tickets away on just October twenty second. No, just stop by. The shows After the show, have, the right? Shows have happened. We'll be here. So the Do you know if there are any rooms left at the Marriott at all? Oh, I mean, all of we you. should give them away tomorrow. The Foo Fighters performed at Reading Festival last weekend, and uh, of course, they told the crowd that they want to start a petition to get Oasis to reunite. Dave Grohl said to the crowd, "We're trying." Everyone here want it. How many people want to see Oasis effing play a show? The crowd goes crazy. So Noel responded, um, addressing the crowd at a gig in San Diego, um, because the Foo Fighters not only talked about it on stage, but they also had pictures on Taylor's drums with photos of Noel and Liam's faces. Love it. So he responded and apparently responded at a show um, locally as well with, I'd like to start a petition to get Foo Fighters to split up. No, Gallagher. We don't want that. Damn that's, you. That's so Noel, that's though. That's so Gallagher of you. <laughs> and yesterday, Oasis celebrated the 20th, 5th anniversary of their debut album, Definitely Maybe. And they're set to release a limited edition uh, reissue vinyl. There's going to be a new lyric video for Fade Away. There's a new podcast that's already been launched to celebrate the anniversary. So all of that got Noel's brother, Liam, in a reflective mood yesterday. Oh, oh, so he probably buried the hatchet, I would assume, and uh, re- reached out to his brother and saying, let bygones be bygones. All let's good be, now? Yeah, let's, like he let's be family. showed humility mm-hmm. or like some sort mm-hmm. of uh, adult uh-huh. behavior. Look, yeah. it's not all... It's Maybe not he didn't apologize. Yeah. It's right. not all your fault. Right. I, 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 I understand that mm-hmm. I contributed to the problem and I want to make it right. Mm-hmm. Edible arrangement? No, again, I, I was talking about Liam Sherry's Gallagher. berries? Did he send some Sherry's Liam berries over to Noel? Oh, wait, you're talking about Liam. Talking about Liam. Singing tell. Here is what Liam tweeted. Oasis the Musical. Five lads from Manchester start a band and take on the world. The little one who writes the songs turns into a massive... C word. (laughs) Sacks everyone except his little brother as he ain't got the arse. Then splits up the band. There's a storyline for you at the end. Oh, he's such a delight. (laughs) A dick. As you were. Oh, well. Oh, I love it. But it did It did bring me to um, a bunch of his quotes over the years. Um, here's Liam on Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong. Okay. F right off. I'm not having him. I just don't like his head. <laughs> okay. That was macho. <laughs> on how he beats the blues. I suppose I do get sad, but not for too long. I just look in the mirror and go, what a good looking F you are. Wow. Okay. <laughs> On Keith Richards and Jorison Harrison, George Harrison back in the 90s. Whatever his name is. Yeah. He said, they're jealous and senile and not getting enough effing meat pies. Okay. That's how we roll, bitches. Yeah, I'm sure the Stones and the Beatles are <laughs> right. jealous, of, <laughs> jealous of Liam Gallagher. Remember when they played acoustic? 
Bean, I think it was at Honda Center, uh-huh. and they were playing, and he, yep. there was a, a part where break. Noel was just doing, he took a cigarette break, sat down on the edge of the stage, and just glared at everybody. Yep, while smoking. the song, when he wasn't singing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. This is him talking about people that have the wrong idea about him. He says, I'm a tender, beautiful, and loving guy that happens to slap a photographer now and then because they get in my way. <laughs> and if you've ever wondered what he would be doing if he didn't do music... He said, if I wasn't a musician, I don't know. I'd be God, maybe. That would be a good job. He does God. seem chill. He you is don't give us F about nothing. <laughs> such a D word, you guys. All right. And finally, I just want to bring the story to you. Remember when we talked about accidental nudity? Yes. yes. This week on the show? Um, I don't know how accidental this was. But if you were looking for a property in Nashville, you might have gotten more than you bargained for when a realtor named Miguel Calvo listed the property on Benchmark Realty. You know how they attach multiple photos of the property? Sure. So you're like, oh, that's a good-looking kitchen. Yeah, oh, pool look at and... that. Yeah, that bathroom That's a slideshow looks... with like yeah. 20 photos yeah. of the sure. house, right? That bathroom is very updated. Oh, my God. Is that a realtor getting a BJ? <gasps> Accidental upload. Accidental upload. Yeah. Oh, There's no. a picture of him that he took of himself getting the BJ shot from a mirror. I would like to see it. I don't I'm know if you get do. A copy of that. I don't oh, know if you want it. A lot of people want to see it. All I'm saying is uh, the image has now been removed, but a lot of hits on this property in Priest Lake Park. Mm-hmm. But my God. So was that an accidental upload or did that guy just put it there? I because love it. He's a freak. That'd Completely be amazing, wouldn't it? He meant to he meant to select yeah. a certain number okay. of photos and selected one too many from his phone. Wow. Yep. Wow. Can you imagine? That's it. Terrifying. It doesn't increase the value of that home. Gotta check that out. But I assume got a lot more hits after they realized it, right? Yeah, sure. Giddy up. That's Giddy gotta up be the, the moment you realize you've done it. Oh, oh. Yeah. Why? Do you get fired? Do you get fired by the realtor you work for? I yeah. assume yes. I would guess so. And then when anyone Googles your name, you're like, Why? oh, that's the realtor that <laughs> took a picture really of himself wants- getting a BJ. Why? Well, I mean, he was probably proud of it. Why? Have you seen it? You haven't we seen the pictures. Why? I can't explain it to you. Okay. We, we're out of time. Some birthdays for you. Cameron Why? Diaz. Well, she was born today. Michael Chiklis, Louis Black, and Anthony... <laughs> Huh? That's what I call Andy Roddick. I hmm. sometimes call Anthony. him Anthony. Oh, what is you guys happening? Are, you guys are close. <sighs> That's what's happening. Thank you, Ellen. Your drive home today. Listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial <laughs> free for all. A random act of helpfulness to the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Have a great uh, long Ooh. weekend, and we'll Whoa. see you on Tuesday morning. You okay, Kevin? I'm good. Tool. Don't guard that joint. My friend, pass it over to me. I would rather stab myself in the taint. Don't start, you little bitch. Just pass it around. Don't believe in love anymore. And the Bogart that joined my friend. White people. Just pass it on down. All right, the way they performed was... Frankly, disgusting. Boys, we have to let you go. I see. Uh, this is some very unexpected news. Uh, please allow me a moment to process it. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, y'all, I was, I was hating it. 
up until the finale, but the finale is what got me. No, it was fun. It was fun. We, 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 it was not fun. No, it wasn't. Well, as long as life continues to disappoint us, I'm going to pee. Excuse me. Bong, bong. Wakanda forever. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.